0: Welcome to another edition of San Joaquin Spotlight. This is a public affairs broadcast. We're airing on CMAC, Comcast 93, and AT&T 99. We're on talk radio 1550 KXEX on the AM dial in the Central Valley of California. And we're on Anchor FM, or Spotify actually, uh, on the podcast stream. And our guest this week is... Ray Smith, she's the director of the Summer Arts Program happening at Fresno State. Welcome to the program.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
0: First of all, I just want to say that I'm a huge fan of Fresno State. So, uh, you know, this show was on Fresno State for years and years and years. So shout out to Fresno State, the entire team over there, and everybody affiliated to Fresno State.
1: Yes, they're an amazing host for our program. We've actually been on Fresno State's campus longer than um any other campus, I think. Any other single campus. This is our 18th summer here. So we feel very at home here and we have a wonderful team of people that
0: supports the program here. And as I sip my mint water, cheers to many more uh years at Fresno State. (laughs) So, Ray, I wanted to uh, have you here on and talk about what's going on in the summer. I mean, there's a lot of different pieces to summer art which we can get into, but tell us a little bit about generally what the summer arts program is.
1: Um, So, summer arts is a system-wide program um, of the CSU that is based in the chancellor's office and, as we said, currently hosted by Fresno State. Um, we offer intensive arts classes to um, their college level classes. Um, we have mainly CSU students that are taking them, but they're open to the community. We have people from other colleges that come in. Um, we have a variety of students that are taking these intensives um, in the visual and performing arts, anything from you know printmaking to theater and accent training. Um, and students are in class for two weeks, and it's equivalent to a full semester of class. Um, Our classes also bring these guest artists in from around the world. I think we had people coming from as far away as Ghana this summer. That was our furthest away guest artist that we brought in. Um, And the guest artists, so they're professionals who are working in their field that are actually the main teachers of the courses. They're put together by CSU faculty, but Um, The guest artists do a lot of the teaching in class, so having students work with professionals in their field is another uh, differentiator of our program. And then, of course, we share these guest artists with the community with a series of public events as well.
0: So we're in summer right now. When are the classes, are they all, I, I want you to kind of describe how this looks, meaning are they like one week one class the following week second class or or talk about how the schedule looks
1: we do two sessions back to back of two week classes so we're um we're on campus a little longer than that to do all the planning and everything but um we're the main part of the program <clears throat> excuse me is um it started the last week of June so the 26th and then it goes through the 23rd of July and we have two sessions. So students are in class for two weeks. Um, Some of them do choose to stay and take two classes back to back, Um, but they're usually either here for the first session or the second session. And um, we have a series of public events and we have, um, you know, other events that are just for our students that happen during that time. And then after the two weeks pass, we get a whole nother group of classes that comes in. So we're doing 12 total classes in Fresno. Um, We also have three classes abroad that are happening this summer as well.
0: So this program and this interview so that we get this wonderful program a lot of exposure, because I I imagine, and we'll talk about this a little later, but I imagine a lot of work goes into this, but when is the latest class that folks listening can sign up for?
1: We still have some room in our second session classes, which will start on July 10th, so we could accept more students for those classes. Um, We have All of the information is on our website, which is csusummerarts.org. If you're interested in classes, you would click the menu that says students and then the courses and you can see them all there. Um, But we have six classes that'll be starting July 10th. Um, We have a K-pop dance class, which I think is gonna be a lot of fun um we have a um intimacy coordination class so this is another theater class that you know is an area that is really on the cutting edge of um professional development into intimacy coordination is becoming such a, a huge area in theater film and television and so we're offering a class on intimacy coordination we have a voice acting class so people that are interested in doing voiceover work we have a voice acting class that really teaches you how to create your own little studio and get started as a voice actor um we have a stage combat class this is a a really popular and a kind of has become a tradition in summer arts to have a stage combat class. Um, so we have stage combat this year, they're doing rapier and dagger. So the the shorter blades, we had a, we had a, a fencing, you know, longer sort of blades last summer class this summer, they're doing um, stage combat, fight choreography, and they're using rapier and dagger to do it. Um, we have a novel class. So this class is about how to map your full project. Students won't be writing a novel in two weeks. We're good, but we're not quite that good. <laughs> um, but they will be um, learning how to map out completing that novel. You know, there's so many people who say, I should write a novel or a memoir or something along those lines. And this class is really to show you how how you actually do that instead of just talking about it. Um, I'm trying to think what else I'm forgetting. We have probably two more classes, uh, that I am not remembering right now enough have to and, grab my list.
0: And it'll, it may come to you later on in the program as we talk about other topics, but so the, 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 the final session or the final two week class starts end of July and it goes until early August, I presume.
1: It starts July 10th.
0: Talk about the schedule. When I sign up for one of these classes, am I going every day?
1: Pretty much, yeah. We have one day off in the session. So um, students come onto campus Monday. So when we had our first session on June 26th, this was the day. And on July 10th, when we have our next session start, this will be the day students come onto campus. They sort of get settled in, check in. We have a dinner. We have a fun event um, on the 26th this session, a class that's happening right now is the Folklorico Mariachi class. And we had these amazing, we had an amazing group from, um, LA come up and they're teaching artists in the class, most of them, but they also brought their full company of performance. We had Mariachi Garibaldi and ballet Folklorico and, um, it was amazing. We had a great audience. It was a, it was a really lovely event. They literally had people dancing in the aisles, so it was it was fantastic. So we, ha- we saw that performance all together, and that's sort of the first day. And then the, the Tuesday immediately following that, students go right into it and they're really in class from morning till night. They have to do about 90 class hours in the remaining days that we have of the session. And um, so they're they're working really really hard. Um, it's an intensive. We try to make sure people are prepared that you're really like you're only there to focus on your one class. You know, it's a very different experience for students than taking an academic class through the year, where maybe you have a job, you might have family obligations, and then maybe you're taking four or five classes. This you're just focus on one thing for the entire time, and we really like to talk about how that encourages you to make these big leaps in your development as an artist. That's one of the big takeaways from this class is like you can get to a, a, a different place than you'd be able to get working just an hour twice a week, you know, in 16 weeks in just two weeks. So it's really phenomenal to, to see happen. But um, then on the first Sunday of the session, we do give students a little break. They have a day off, but we offer them some other things that they can do that day. And then they come back for week two. And towards the end of week two, um, we have the student showcases. So all of the students attend the showcases for each other. So everybody goes to all the different class showcases for our students to show off what they've learned. So we have those coming up for first session um, at the end of this week. Friday and Saturday will be the student showcases.
0: So we mentioned that this is not only for students. This is for the public. Mm-hmm. How far is the furthest person who's taking the class from, I imagine. And that the reason I asked the question is I imagine with this opportunity, if you're, you know, within Fresno, you know, the Valley, you're going to take this opportunity because it sounds like it's a cool learning opportunity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we do have a lot of local students, um, but we have students from up and down the state. So Northern California to Southern California, we have students from everywhere. We also do get students from, other universities um we had some students coming in this year from um from the east coast and then we have a couple of students from brazil that came up so we do have students from far and wide that, that take advantage of the classes
0: you are listening to san joaquin spotlight a public affairs broadcast we're airing on cmac comcast 93 and at&t 99 That's in the Fresno and Clovis area. We're airing on Talk Radio 1550 KXCX in the Central Valley of California. And we're on Spotify, Anchor FM's podcast worldwide. Our guest this week is Ray Smith. Ray is with the Summer Arts Program at Fresno State, celebrating 18 years. Congratulations for 18 years on Fresno State campus. Thank you. Now, I imagine that there are summer arts programs around the state, possibly the nation. I haven't done my homework, but tell us a little bit more about other places that there are these kinds of summer arts programs.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's very common, especially you You see um, musicians doing a lot of summer programs and... um Sometimes visual artists, there are residencies or similar things that students can do. Our program is a little bit unique, though, um, and, and we have have been doing research and, and seeing what other programs we can identify. And generally, um, we're finding that there's a lot of things for high school students. So there's a lot of summer programs in the arts that high school students can take advantage of. Um, and then sometimes you'll find programs that are for students who are already at a university so you know you're a student at ucla you're going to take the ucla summer program um but summer arts is sort of uniquely positioned in that it's open to college students it's academic credit they're you know they're getting fresno state credit while they're here taking the classes and um you know we we welcome CSU students from all over the system, but it's open to college students in other systems or people who are in the community college system. Um, high school seniors, sometimes we have take classes if their they're, if they're artistic practice is um, enough to get them into the classes because they are advanced classes in the arts. Um, but yeah, there's not actually that many opportunities that are for college students. There's There's a lot more at the high school level and the other unique thing is that we bring the visual and performing arts together so you can find music programs, you can find visual arts programs, but a program where your roommate might be a dancer and you're a visual artist is is not that common so we think that that's a really important experience for students too. we really want them to be able to work across um, and to speak across the disciplines of the arts.
0: So. As we're talking, some students or potential participants might get a little worried in that it's cramming a lot of material in daily um, work. And but is it is there a grade given? I mean, here's why here's why I'm thinking the way I'm thinking, like if I'm going to take this class, uh, by the way, it sounds great. I'm going to take it and then. For me, it's a learning opportunity, not necessarily for a grade. If I'm not a college student, but it's a learning opportunity. So, is there are there grades or exams or how does that work?
1: Um, there are grades. There can be exams, but most of our faculty members, um, it, it the showcase that that students present at at the end. Um, whether that's a showcase that's like a visual art show. So we have the Conley Gallery here on campus. And, um, you know, they, they show their work there. It's, it's, a, it's a gallery presentation. It's a high level, you know, um, experience for our students to get that as well. Or there might be a performance. They might do performance of something that they've either developed in class or worked on for a class. Some of them also present work in progress. Um, one of the things that I really liked from last summer, we had a TV writing class. And the students for that class, for their showcase, read their pitches for their their shows that they had developed while they were in the class. And it was just like presentation after presentation. I was like, yes, I would watch that show. Yes, I would watch that show. You know, you, you heard these amazing ideas that came out of it. So it goes in a range from you know development of work all the way to a finalized product in in presentation and a lot of our faculty members use that as the the final exam for the class um i will tell you students in our classes get really good grades so it, it is a <laughs> graded course but we 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 people get a really good grade in the, in our classes
0: but you know i love this the different topics like the tv writing class i mean so many people out there in the art world, and by art I mean writing and performing and painting and drawing and and all those stuff, would say, you know, I want to create a TV program or I want to create a TV show, but I just don't know how to do it. And and these kind of classes, like the novel class, is a perfect one where people don't just don't know where to start. And it sounds like in a two-week program you're teaching them how to do these things. I I mean, what are, what have been the reaction from participants?
1: Um, Students are, are often, they surprise themselves in, in the courses. You know, we, we do get that reaction a lot. Um, And we ask students right when they come here, like, what are you most excited about? What are you most worried about? Um, And a lot of them are worried about, you know, the intensity of the class and, um working with guest artists who are maybe intimidating names in their field right um so i think there is some apprehension a lot of times when students are coming into class but by and large it, having to do something every single day for that amount of time sort of like makes you get over it pretty quickly you know you you don't have any choice but to confront it and to move through it and then what students are reporting afterwards is like this was a life changing experience. Um, we hear that so many times and and we do use that to promote our courses. But I think when somebody says that to you versus when you actually experience it can be very, very different. But it's you know it, it's real we we really hear from students every single year that this was a transformative experience in their education and that they could not have imagined the leaps and bounds that they were going to make and that they're so you know taken aback by the progress that they've made in in these classes
0: how do you come up with the topics because i feel like this year had a little different Topic than last year and the year before, and then I come to wonder how how does that work? Like, do you like, you know, shift things around every year?
1: All of our classes are pitched by faculty um, from the CSU system. We have a competitive process, so they they submit an idea um, for whatever kind of class they want to take, and we do have a sense. You know, doing this program since since the mid eighties, we do have a sense of. Some things work better at Summer Arts than other things. Um, So we take that into account. Uh, And then we have faculty from across the system, campuses across the system that review the classes to make sure they're of high academic quality, high artistic quality, and that students are going to be interested in them. So we we solicit the opinions of our esteemed colleagues across the state to look look at what our courses are. Um, and then we're always looking, to at things that are cutting edge. You know, I, I mentioned the intimacy coordination class. It's an area where there's not a lot of academic uh, classes yet. The K-pop class. K-pop's, you know, a phenomenon, and so many people are interested in it, but there's not a lot of things at the academic level that you can do around, around K-pop. So we're offering class there. Um, a class that we have going on right now is the... Um, creating digital worlds. So they're using virtual production techniques and they're using Unreal Engine to build digital worlds for actors and, uh, you know, performers to be in, uh, to produce content. That's an area that is, you know, this class is using a studio, um, artists from a studio that did the Mandalorian that did Top Gun Maverick, you know, they're, they're right there in this, in this area. And the guest artist said to me, like, there's not academic classes in this. We we can't find people that are trained in this area because it doesn't exist. So we're we're creating that at Summer Arts.
0: The K-pop one, when you mentioned it, I thought was very cool because I was at a concert or an event at the Tower Theater, and I was talking to the security guard, and he told me the night before there was a K pop artist who came and sold the place out. And wow. so It's interesting that you're doing the K-pop because I think it's very popular. I love the digital atmosphere that is being created because, you know, what a perfect way for someone to learn how to do these. Let's talk about parking. I know somebody (laughs) says, well, you know, what's the parking situation? It's summer. So uh, talk about the parking situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if you've been to Fresno State lately, they're doing a lot of construction, um, on the campus. And that's been a big challenge for us this year. Um, you know, we also totally understand, like most of their students are not in classes over the summer. Summer arts is one of the main programs that happens on Fresno State campus during the summer. So they're trying to get ahead with their construction projects while they have the opportunity. So there are, there have been some challenges around that, but, um, parking, especially for public events, um, is we've arranged that uh, we have free parking for everyone for all of the summer arts public events. There are a couple of them that fall during normal parking enforcement hours. So we've been able to arrange parking um, that is free for folks during those events. And then after 2 p.m. on Fridays and the weekends in the summer, it's, it's there, the parking's relaxed and people can park wherever they want. So a lot of our events do take place during those hours. So we have free parking for all of our events. Um, if it happens during regular hours, uh, we do have it marketed, which parking lot is free for us, but then otherwise it's, you know, you can park wherever you want on Fridays after two or Saturday and Sunday.
0: Some people may be thinking of lunch because mm-hmm. the classes are long. Do yeah. people bring lunch? Because I know that the, the campus has restaurants, but I'm not sure if those restaurants are open uh, in the summertime.
1: Yeah, some of them are. And especially during lunch, dinner is a little more problematic because a lot of our, our students are here, you know, into the night. Um, but a lot of our students are residential during the program. And so they eat all their meals in the dining hall and all of our faculty and guest artists also stay on campus while they're here. So they eat their meals in the, in the dining hall too. And this is one of those things that again, people always report after the program is over that like having lunch with my guest artists in the dining hall was my favorite part of the experience. So they get to have this like casual interaction with them as well um, during that part of the program. And because of that, even a lot of our students who are local to Fresno and are not staying in the dorms, they elect to have their meals with the rest of their class in the dining hall, which they can do.
0: And that's a great way to get to know the not only the teacher, but get to know the subject. I mean, what perfect yeah. way is then to stay on campus with the same person that's teaching you how to create this unique form of art out of all of the topics this year what do you think and this is hard it's like picking your favorite child right (laughs) what do you think has been the most popular or the most well received and the second part of the question is any surprises like did you find that one is beyond more popular than you thought
1: yeah um I mean we're we're definitely still rebuilding after COVID. I think higher education in general, people are trying to figure it out. What does it mean? Some people really like the online experience and want to keep that. Some people really were eager to get back into classrooms and feel like they should only do sort of in-person experiences. Um, so, so we're still trying to figure things out. Um, For me, I think this year in particular, uh, you know, offering the K-pop class, we know anecdotally that students are interested in this area, right? But would they sign up for a class? That was something that was sort of a question. And it has proved to be a very popular class. Um, We had great turnout in our mariachi folklorico class. Um, This is another thing where... Almost all CSU campuses in particular have mariachi folklorico uh, clubs, but there's not always an academic class that students can take in it. So there was a lot of interest in that class. Um, I think the biggest surprise was our voice acting class. We have really high enrollment in that class. And, you know, we've done voice acting in different ways throughout the years at Summer Arts, but um, that we had a lot of students Sign up for that one, and so that was that was a little bit of a surprise. Um, I think our other like sort of highest enrolled class is our acting and accent class that is taking place in London. Um, And of course, we have students that always that want to study abroad; they want to get that experience. What better way to take a trip to someplace cool than to also be taking this class where you get to do this? That sounds really interesting thing. Yeah, and
0: that sounds so interesting. Ray, we're out of time this week on the program. Folks, it's not too late to sign up for the Summer Arts program happening now at Fresno State. Thank you for joining us this week. Thank you. That's all for this edition of San Joaquin Spotlight. Our guest this week has been Ray Smith. She's the director of the Summer Arts program happening now at Fresno State. You still have an opportunity to sign up. Thank you to our audience members listening to this broadcast on Talk Radio 1550 KXEX on the AM dial. Thank you to those watching on CMAC Comcast 93 and AT&T 99 in the Fresno and Clovis area, and to those worldwide on Anchor FM. I was your host Sevag and Tune in next week to a new edition. This program was made possible in part by Face Logic Essential Skin Care and Spa in Clovis.